now, time for Seafood News. You are listening to the Seafood News Podcast, brought to you by Erner Berry's Data on Demand. Transform your data challenges into valuable business opportunities with real-time commodity market information, seamlessly integrated directly into your company's systems. Ernaberry's data lacing solutions, including our API and Excel add-in, will save you time and effort, allowing you to focus on what's important, growing your business. Say goodbye to manual data collection and hello to automation. To learn more about Ernaberry's data on-demand solutions, reach out to sales at ernaberry.com. You can also visit Ernaberry at Seafood Expo Global, booth 2C200. I'm Seafood News Managing Editor Amanda Buckle. And I'm Ernaberry Seafood Market Reporter Lauren Castiglione. Amanda, are your bags packed for Barcelona? Well, the pink suit is at least. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I can't tell you how excited the two, like, I'm speaking for you. We're excited. We're very excited. I'm this excited. Is global. <laughs> so this is, um, this is Lauren's first time, right? Yep. First and time. then I went to Seafood Expo Global the last year. It was in uh, Brussels and that was like pre-COVID. So I don't remember a thing. So <laughs> all I know is that we had such a blast at Seafood Expo North America last month. So meeting new people, trying amazing new products, and of course, handing out our Watch Us Eat stickers, you know. We're, we're Which excited. are currently stuck at Customs in Barcelona, but have no fear, we will also have some in our carry-on bags. <laughs> so if you didn't get your sticker in Boston, then definitely head to Ernerberry booth 2C200 to snag yours. Besides the stickers, we'll also have some of our fantastic market reporters you can meet, and we'll be doing Comtel demos. We've got our latest reports for you, so there's a lot to offer at the Ernerberry booth. That's right. And we'll also be doing podcast interviews live from the show floor, so if you're not following the Seafood News Podcast wherever you get your podcast from, then be sure to hit that follow button so you don't miss out when a new one is released. But we're actually kicking off our interviews early. That's right. Today, we're joined by Julie Kuchipata, the founder of Seafood and Gender Equality, or CH for short. The team at Sage created a special bingo card for the Barcelona show that we talked to Julie about, plus much more. Let's take a listen. So, Julie, hopefully everyone is already familiar with Seafood and Gender Equality, or SAGE for short. Uh, But those that may not be, can you tell us a little bit more about your mission and some of the work that Sage is currently doing? Yeah, sure. That's a actually a great question because I think a lot of people might not know about Sage or what we're doing. So I'm happy always to to share that information. So Seafood and Gender Equality was founded in 2020 to build gender equality in the seafood sector. And our focus is really on advancing leadership, uh, women and genderqueer people into leadership of the seafood industry specifically, because we know that when there are more um, diverse voices in leadership, it leads to better ROIs, better bottom lines, better environmental performance in you know the fisheries and the fish farms and global seafood production that we hope to see. So I think overall, we're just about, you know, interacting with the industry, being really positive and supporting them build gender equality that will lead to a variety and a myriad of um, wonderful benefits for for us all. Yeah. I mean, yeah, as two people who are are still very new to the industry, I mean, I'm like five and a half years, Lauren's Mm-hmm. You know, like we're, we're very new. And so when we learn about groups like yours, it's it's very empowering. It's very encouraging. And especially when we meet people like you out there, um, it, it's so great that someone's doing this. And it is so young, but you guys have so many exciting things going on. I mean, you got the Kong podcast for one. Um, so if you don't 
do so already. Go follow the Comp Podcast when you're done listening to this episode. Uh, Besage also has a speakers bureau for the seafood sector, which is amazing to avoid having a mantle, which I just, we'll talk about this in a little bit because I just heard that term from Sage's bingo card and I haven't been able to stop laughing. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good it, one. I didn't make it up, so I can't take credit, but it is. But yes. there's so many mantles out there. <laughs> And there's so many fabulous women speakers out there. So it is so great to have that resource. Um, but uh, Sage also just had their first gathering of the bloom. Can you tell us about this new program? Yeah, thanks. That's that's good. We've got a couple programs uh, that we're, you know, we've been working on really hard to launch. So the bloom is the first of, of two that are launching this year. Uh, we, again, we've been working on this really hard and this is really uh, it's a networking community of women and genderqueer people in the seafood sector. And when I say seafood sector, anyone can join that is, you know, regardless of their role in the industry. They could be uh, oyster farmer. They could be a fisheries observer. They could be a marketing uh, professional at a seafood company. So anyone, you know, if you're women, a woman or a genderqueer person, please feel free to join. It's on our website. So we're going to have... Uh, monthly gatherings where we can come together and learn from each other, discuss the challenges we face and kind of solutions. So it's very solutions oriented. We really want and 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 to be able to provide the Bloom members with um, tools and learning and and observations and just learning from each other. And again, um, invited experts. So I'm really excited to have launched this finally yesterday. So again, it's never too late to join. It's absolutely free for now. We're not charging to join. Um, and we have a lot of really interesting programming coming up um, based on feedback that we got from potential Blue members. So there's a lot of topics uh, that we will be exploring such as imposter syndrome. What is that? And how does that manifest itself in your daily life, right? Um, professional development opportunities. Uh, there's also a request for learning from each other in terms of like, okay, what's a day in the life of, you know, someone like, uh, because I find also in, in fact, well, you know, you say you haven't been around in this industry for a long time, but five years, that's a lot. I mean, it probably feels like, <laughs> like a lot more. Um, but in my career, I've found that, you know, there's oftentimes, you know, people at, maybe other ends of different opposite ends of the supply chains don't know what's happening at the other end of the supply chain, although they're, they're extremely intricately linked. And so education about what's happening on either end or in the middle is super important. So those are, those are just a few of the things we hope to explore uh, in the bloom. That's amazing. Yeah. I love the, the focus on community, positivity, inclusiveness. So Amanda and I are definitely excited to to join that that group awesome. um, yeah so now some folks in the industry are getting ready to head off to barcelona for seafood expo global um some might even be listening to this podcast there since uh it'll be coming out the day before the show starts for those in attendance sage has created a special barcelona bingo card um you can find it right on the sage website seafoodandgenderequality.org so we need to know, how did this come about? Whose idea was it? It's definitely a great conversation starter. Yes, it is a great conversation starter. And in fact, it was my idea. It was one of my, I have a lot of ideas and <laughs> uh, a lot of them are um, nothing burgers to use that expression, but some of them actually are so simple. And the feedback that I got, we launched, uh, actually we called it Boston Bingo because we used it 
first uh, trialed it, I guess you could say, at the Boston Seafood Show just recently in March. And so the feedback was absolutely incredible. It was, like you said, a conversation starter. A lot of people, especially men who who saw it, um, and I should explain, the Boston bingo is just what it sounds, or Barcelona bingo now. Um, it's a bingo card that has 25 boxes on it. And in each box is something that you might experience as a non-man at a seafood show. And so there's, there's, there's good things and there's bad things. So, you know, and you, the idea is for you to check off as many as you can get bingo. And we did offer a, a kind of a grand prize raffle at the Boston one. Unfortunately in Barcelona, I won't be there to collect these. Uh, so, uh, the folks at Sustainable Fisheries Partnership have been very generous in taking over some of our hard copies. And I'm going to tell you their booth number right now. I have it written down. Mm -hmm. So you can find these at, if you want to play along, Barcelona Bingo, which is really fun, actually. I highly recommend it. We have our <laughs> cards can, printed already. <laughs> yeah, oh, great. You have your cards. You're ready to go. Um, you can find them at Sustainable Fisheries Partnerships booth 3J901 Hall 3. That's booth 3J901 Hall 3. And again, like Lauren said, you could you could you could download it on our website, but it's just a lot of fun and it's meant to be uh just an awareness raising tool because I think awareness and self-awareness is the first step to kind of acknowledging that um some of these things that we experience as experience as women at trade shows are actually not great. So um you know, again, self-awareness is, is the first step. And then we can start to think about solutions to addressing these, these challenges. Yeah. So did, did a lot of people, I mean, some of these, some of the negative ones, you know, we, we want to go towards the, the better ones, but some of the neg negative ones are, um, you see advertising, reinforcing gender stereotypes, um, or, uh, you your know, mansplained too. Yeah, your mansplained a lot. too. Did, did um, a lot of people say that, that, that happened to them? I mean, I guess was, wow. Yes. Uh, and it's funny too, because a lot of people don't, uh, might not know what mansplaining is and I'm not going to explain it. Now. I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to woman explain it to you now, but you can certainly look it up, but it it was, it, it's, it's again, it's like a, an awareness raising tool when people look at it and say, oh my gosh, I just actually did three of these things to you in our conversation with each other. Yeah. And I think it, it'll be interesting because I haven't been to the seafood expo, expo global, uh, since obviously before COVID and there were, I, I, I will be interested in getting feedback from those of you who play this because I saw very many, um, if not doubt outright sexually explicit kind of, um, booth, uh, you know, pictures on booths, but very much like anything that reinforces a traditional, you know, uh, kind of role of a woman in a kitchen cooking fish or whatever, whatever wow. it is. So that, and that's, and I don't want to say it's a European thing, but I, I definitely didn't see anything like that in Boston. And mm -hmm. so I think those days are over in Boston. At least I hope they are, but in, in Barcelona, I'll be interested in hearing feedback of what, what you saw, what you noticed. And, you know, we talk about booth babes in uh, the, the bingo and, you know, those are things that I also definitely saw way more of, in Europe than in, in us at the, at the Boston seafood show when I attended prior, you know, prior to COVID. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there it's, it's a different world <laughs> and yeah, it will be definitely interesting to see. I, I know like after looking, we didn't play the, the Boston bingo, but I was reading some of these. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I was, 
if I was looking for any of that. Um, I don't know if I really saw anything. I mean, we we definitely had some odd things said to us, <laughs> but um, the booth babe, I just want to, cause you do have an asterisk next to it. Cause at first Laura and I were like, we're like, we're booth babes. But then we read it and we're like, we're not booth babes, but like we, <laughs> yeah. we had our pink suits and we're like, we're like, cause we feel we're like, like we hope somebody looks at us and is like, oh, there's booth babes. That's not it. Yeah. At all. <laughs> what is the asterisk asterisk? Asterisk. It says asterisk. <laughs> it explains it, right? That you know? you know, we absolutely support a woman's right to choose right, how she right. makes a living. Yeah. Um, but you know, and again, I'm gonna use the global seafood expo as an example. Uh, and honestly, I haven't seen again, I haven't I haven't been to the new one yet in Barcelona, but I I attended definitely the the ones in Brussels. And this is where you would see a gal dressed up like a mermaid in a bikini on a right. beanbag chair, like yeah. in front of your booth. Right. And <laughs> so it's a, it's a way to entice, uh, the people to, you know, salespeople or whatever, whoever you, whoever you're enticing to come to your booth. Right. Clearly again, that woman as dressed up as a mermaid has absolutely every right to do that and earn a living as she sees fit. I just think it's something that, again, like you said, um, Amanda, it's about not only drawing awareness to these issues, but also and self-awareness. And so yeah. e self-awareness isn't even for ourselves. Like we might not even re realize or recognize that these things are happening uh, to us or mm -hmm. around us. So it's all about, again, educating, having a bit of fun, and then you know, recognizing that there might be some larger issues. Of course. Yeah. And and one of the ones we, we briefly talked about earlier, the mantle, when it's a, a panel of, of all men at a conference. And, and that's something that Erna Berry puts on our own conferences. And we have been so vigilant about that because there's one company, uh, I don't want to like name any names, but one company has said like, we will only be on the stage if it is 50, 50, like we, we're not going to be on an all male panel, you know, it's, right. and, and there's, there's companies like that that need to do more of that. And, and so I, I actually passed along, um, you know, Sage's, uh, their speaker bureau to our, 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 uh, rep who handles all the booking, because that's something that, you know, that you would think people would recognize and try to actively change, but it's, it's not, I've, I've been to many battles where it's just all men. And it's, it's amazing that these things are still happening when there's so many talented and great speakers out there and who are so educated and so knowledgeable. And it's just amazing, you know? Yeah. And thanks for that. It's, it's, it's truly interesting when we think about uh, why there's such a lack of diversity and inclusion on panels uh, in this day and age. Because like you said, there are so many talented, uh, not only women, but people of color, um, you know, BIPOC individuals that could absolutely just, you know, do amazing jobs representing whatever expertise they have. And so this is just, I think, the Sages Speakers Bureau for the seafood sector, which by the way, is also free to use for anyone. If you want to put your profile up there, please do. If you are searching to make your panels or your webinars or your conferences more inclusive, you will absolutely find someone I'm sure that need that fits your expertise needs. Um, so again, please, uh, this is a tool for us all to use. And I highly, there's some amazing people up there. So please, if you are into public speaking, if you are looking for more opportunities, please use this resource again. It's um, I, I hope it just continues to grow and it's, it's got some really amazing people on there already, but I agree. It's um, I, I, I was really struggling a little bit at first about is this Sage's job to create this kind of platform? Because I think people should automatically be reaching out for 
um, you know, showcasing uh, diverse voices in these panels, right? Um, I think it's often you surround yourself with people you're accustomed to. And, and again, the majority of people that are leading or hosting these panels are uh, men and majority white men. So of course they're, you know, they're comfortable in reaching out to their friends and their colleagues and their peers. But unfortunately that's no longer, in my opinion, an option. And we should absolutely be embracing the, the amazing uh, diversity of voices, which, which will usher in new and innovative solutions because a lot of the challenges that we're talking about to this day are the same, mm-hmm. right? And right. I've been in, around for a couple decades now, right? And so I keep, feel, I feel like we're spinning our wheels a little bit and I think we can really bring in some new life and new, again, solutions and innovations if we if we uh, embrace people with from other backgrounds and from other, um, you know, ethnicities and other cultures. I, I honestly feel that way. So let's do it. Yeah. I, I don't think there's a resource out there like that. So thank you for putting that together. That's that's fantastic. Yeah. So, um, you're welcome. Lauren, Lauren, do you have the bingo card in front of you? Do you want to read some of let's let's do more of the positives. Do you have do you want to read some, yeah. some of the positives on there? Sure. You see a booth with more than 50% women. You meet a woman kelp farmer. Which is um, crazy because I didn't think about it. I feel like the woman kill farmers and the woman fish canners, I didn't think about it. I'm like, all I'm like reporting on and who I'm talking to, I'm like, these women are taking over this this side of things. And I didn't click in my head until I was reading this. I'm like, oh my God, there are so many female kelp farmers. There's so many. And then, and the packaging, we, Lauren and I are like gung-ho yeah. on tin fish right now. And they know yeah. what they're doing. <laughs> they're on top. Absolutely. Of so you can certainly, I mean, I don't know about the, ex, again, I don't know about the global expo, but I want to assume that you're going to meet some of those types of, of, of people there, women who are actually leading the charge in, in, you know, kind of revamping the CPG seafood, tinned seafood CPG category for yeah. sure. And, yeah. and kelp and, uh, sea vegetables and, uh, seaweeds and all that. You go girls. Yeah. And uh, it's the timing of this podcast worked out great for us because now we can be so, aware and really fine tune into seeing if we notice these things when we're, when we're, uh, in Barcelona. Exactly. Yeah. I think, I think there, I would have to rack my brain, but there's a few, I got a few suggestions for future iterations of this, Mm -hmm. uh, bingo. And, um, I think it's in, I, well, it was definitely, I'm pretty sure it was in, in Brussels where one of the companies has a booth that has like 10 giant polar bears. Like, do you you guys know what I'm talking about? So that's the, I, it might be there, but I mean, that's a future, that's, that's a silly idea for a future square. And I, you might've noticed I put in there, um, you see a giant bluefin tuna because there's always <laughs> at least one booth that has this giant bluefin tuna on display. So I thought that was right. funny. Well, the polar I, bears, I don't think will be there anymore because that used to be um, uh, preferred, oh, freezer. preferred freezers. Preferred yeah. freezers. Oh, lineage. Yeah, now they're lineage. Oh, okay. Well, you know what I mean. There's always something. something. (laughs) Oh, I remember one, another, another good one was someone used to have a, like a Harley Davidson or some sort of motorcycle that was painted like a shrimp. This was in, (laughs) I think in Boston, but I didn't see it this year. So that's another one we could put in there. I never saw that. (laughs) This is, this is Lauren's first, first, uh, Secret Expo Global. Yep. And I I went to the, yeah, I went to the final year in Brussels. So I don't, 
and it was like you know covid just like erased time and i i don't remember yeah. like anything from it <laughs> it's overwhelming um wear comfortable shoes honestly and uh just i don't know have fun eat a lot of food mm-hmm. yeah we could take that advice well um once again, we have our bingo cards printed in a pack, but for those that may forget that we don't have a time to get to a printer, uh, you can visit the Sustainable Fisheries Partnership, uh, booth 3J901. Um, and Lauren, you want to their final question? Other than joining the, um, you know, putting their profile on the panels, how, how else can somebody get involved with SAGE? That's a really great question. Um, I did mention we launch, we're launching two programs this year. And so the first one was the Bloom that we're launching. Actually, we we just launched yesterday. And the second one is called the Gender Equality Dialogues. And this is a high, this is this is a, a dialogue, a curriculum-based monthly journey. So a once a month meeting with leaders of the seafood sector, specifically the seafood industry, specifically in North America. So not as uh, global, but we really are, like I said, our uh, kind of target audience is the North American seafood industry. So the gender equality dialogues will get us all together to, again, this is for leadership. So it's generally men and it's tailored to come to alignment on the issues of gender inequality in the sector. It's, we're going to uh, leave equipped with tools that we can use to address these inequalities within our own companies first. We're not even going to be looking at supply chains yet. That's a second phase in the future. We want to look internally because I strongly, firmly believe we can't do anything. We can't ask anything of others that we won't do for ourselves, right? So let's start looking inwardly. We're gonna, again, get these tools to help us meet these challenges that we might have internally in our companies and then make some actionable and meaningful commitments that we will support you in implementing. So the GED is starting in August. Uh, I, We have some great companies already lined up for this. I'm not gonna mention who they are yet because we'll make a public announcement. And I'll be sure and let you both know. Um, but it has. We have a wonderful um, new team member at Sage, uh, Becca Williams, who will be leading this effort. Uh, it's going to be absolutely incredible, and I'm really, really um, looking forward to uh, hearing from other companies who 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 might think they have a gender equality problem, uh, but don't know how to address it. They they know they have a gender equality problem, but don't know how to address it, or are curious in in what we're going to be doing and are looking to you know make their own companies more inclusive uh, and more welcoming for future the future of the seafood industry. Honestly, because this is where we're going, and you just got to get on the train. That's yeah. it. you guys have so that's there's so much excitement going on there. We stages something to watch. Julie, we cannot thank you enough for joining us on the podcast today. Keep following Sage's work. Um, so like I said, if you don't do so already, you can listen to Julie on the Conk, a program of seafood and gender equality. Um, what's the website? It's genderinequality.org. Gender it's seafoodandgenderequality.org. Yeah, and thank you so much for having me on. I, I really appreciate it. I'm, I have severe FOMO now that I'm not going to oh. Salona. <laughs> well, we'll be texting you pictures every time we cross out a box. <laughs> Please, I encourage anyone who does, absolutely encourage anyone who does play to either tag us, put it on social media, tag us uh, at seafood and gender equality, uh, at seafood and gender equality on Instagram. You can certainly send me uh, a copy of your final, um, 
you know, your bingo card uh, with bingo on it. I'm, I'm really, I, I, it, this was one of the things that we wanted to do with these cards was actually use them also as a data collection tool mm -hmm. um, in a weird way. And so I, I'm always welcoming any kind of feedback and, and looking forward to making future iterations uh, of the bingo. So thanks again. You got it. Thanks, Julie. No, thank you.